Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. This is episode number 238. My name is Carlos Alvarez and I'll be your host for the show. I'm recording the show after returning from a uh, rare midday break. Uh, I took part of the afternoon off to go with Hawaii, Shimon, and Yamadi, both who have been previous guests on the show, uh, to do a panic room or, or like an escape room. I, I, I noticed that it's called two different things, but this particular brand was called Panic Room. And if you've not done one before, to give you a quick visual, you're just, they lock you in this room and there's like hints and clues all around the room and you have to solve them, find them as part of the battle, but find them, solve them, and it unlocks more clues. And the particular one we were in was to find uh, a treasure at the end. So uh, we did not make it. We did not complete it, but I definitely look forward to doing another one. Uh, Also, fun fact is that I beforehand you have to you know stick your phone and lock your stuff in a in a locker before going in i guess so you can't cheat but that was the most panic moment for me <laughs> just being away from the phone and, and disconnecting from my business so maybe that's a, a whole other episode in itself anyhow today's episode i'm riding solo as you can probably tell and i'm going to share my greatest takeaways from traffic and conversion um these takeaways also happen to be what i would call the uh, official, unofficial theme of traffic and conversion. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about a, a lot in the past about how, you know, traffic and conversion in San Diego is my number one go-to annual event. It, it's helped move the needle the most in my biz- in my business, all my different businesses, Amazon businesses, non-Amazon businesses, uh, e-com, off e-com, just, just an amazing overall event. Something special, extra special about this one was that we had more wizards attending this one than any other uh, event. So it's amazing being able to share notes, you know, talk shop between uh, actual events instead of just, you know, sitting solo and and making your own notes. So I put the four themes in the, or the four big takeaways in the order of what I'm going to call the the overall opinion of most important to least important, but by no means am I saying that the number four is going to be the not important. It's just uh, these were the top four of the entire summit. So uh, num- this won't be that long of an episode as well. Um, I, I just I really wanted to get this out to you. I was hoping to uh, drop this episode last Monday, but uh, just. Life got in the way and I couldn't, but okay. So, so number one, uh, this one just sits wrong with me, but it's, it, it is what it is. And I, I've come to term that it is the truth. And that is TikTok is King. Um, it just, it, the entire event, uh, every track, this is a three day event all day long. And there's like six tracks, six to eight tracks going on at the same time or six to eight topics going on per track. And I'm going to say like 40, 40% of the entire conference was TikTok. Um, for a digital marketing event, um, and this is, a, I say, a cutting edge digital marketing event, uh, this is a really big deal. So TikTok in the organic sense, TikTok on connecting with influencers, TikTok ads, which was being talked about a lot, is a, <coughs> is a pretty powerful thing that we can't ignore. I, I know this might not be you know, breaking news to anyone. 
Um, still, for me, sometimes it doesn't have to be something I've heard the first time, but the actual validation that, yeah, it's official, like this is something you can't ignore, is a powerful thing in and of itself. So TikTok, for sure. Um, I do not have an approach for, you know, dealing directly with TikTok. Um, our second takeaway or my second takeaway is going to, sh I'll share with you like how I plan on tying this back to TikTok. Uh, but, but TikTok by far, don't neglect it, you know, get on there, get your company on there and, and start leveraging it. Um, number two, and number two is going to be, uh, I'll just describe this as like YouTube for the win. Um, I learned a ton about YouTube at this event and, and YouTube's not a, a new thing, you know, by far YouTube owned by Google, but YouTube is, is, is keeping pace or outpacing all these other social media platforms. Like they have shorts, whereas other people have stories. Um, the two areas of tick uh, of YouTube that, well, several areas of YouTube that, that really got my attention. One is it's not too late. You know, the party has been going on for a while, but it's still just getting started in a way. So if you're going to approach uh, YouTube in the sense of like creating a channel and creating organic content, which is what I'm inclined to do, and more on that in a second, um, it's still, you know, very early days uh, for doing that. So there's still plenty, plenty of time to do it. The, the other thing that was talked about that I, that I took a lot from in regards to YouTube is just the magnitude of how much more content you could create if you do start with YouTube. And, and by that, I mean, you're, you're, creating a, you're creating content for your YouTube channel and you're going with horizontal video. And because you went with horizontal video, you now can chop out you know, several sections of vertical where that could go on TikTok. So that's how I'm tying this into TikTok. Whereas if you started with vertical TikTok, you're, you're very limited on how you can build out your, your horizontal video long form content on YouTube. So it's definitely not an either or, nobody was saying that, but it seemed that for someone, if they were gonna start creating, you know, if you were about to start creating a lot of uh, video content, that it would probably be better to start with YouTube and with that horizontal content, because you can always repurpose clips of it in a vertical sense and, and add it to TikTok and add it everywhere else. Another takeaway from YouTube that was just blew me away, especially me. I'm, you know, I, I don't talk about it much. I, I have a, a, an ad agency. I've, you know, I've done my own Amazon ads for every single brand that I've had. Um, I consider myself, you know, top of the food chain when it comes to paid ads. I'm familiar with Facebook ads, Amazon ads, Google ads, all this stuff. But I was shocked at how powerful YouTube ads looked. Um, I had no idea that you could target as, as granular as, as you could. Um, a lot of what I, I took away from the YouTube targeting ads actually was from uh, Manuel Suarez from Attention Grabbing Media. He had a really good presentation and his was focused more on like the repurposing side of it and just how much you could repurpose. But there was... You know that there was there was quite a bit in there that was, you know, different screenshots on how how much you could dial in the paid ad side. Uh, just it, it reminded me of you know Facebook in its prime 
again, no idea you could do that. The other thing that was kind of a shocker for me, and it was a big takeaway, was just how small your ad spend can be to start with YouTube ads. So I was just under this impression that, and that's okay, like I, I have brands where we spend this amount, but you know, you needed to spend a thousand plus dollars a day to really, you know, do move the needle with YouTube ads. And that's just not true. There was plenty of strategies that were being shared around, you know, starting with 20, 50 to a hundred dollars a day. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by that. I've already started tinkering around with that and, and I expect to see some, some really good results, uh, from it. All right. Um, one last thing about YouTube before I keep going. Um, I've been talking about this forever. Every single year I, I start up and then I stop. And, and the thing that I'm referring to is starting a YouTube channel. So I have this new brand, I have fish Doc, and, um, I, I know that YouTube is going to play a really big part, um, in this brand. So I, I've been gearing up in my head that, you know, there's going to be a YouTube channel and it's going to be called fish Doc and, and I'm going to just, you know, share everything there is to know about reef tanks. Um, but, but, you know, learning all this information that I learned at this summit about YouTube and learning how, um, how, just how robust it is, like how many moving parts it is, you know, the tags, the titles, the, the thumbnails, the, you know, all that stuff. I've, I've decided that I don't want to learn. I was just talking to Edgar, who's the the city organizer for the Los Angeles Wizards of Ecom Amazon Meetup Group. I call it like primary knowledge, like primary information, unknown primary information. So I don't want to be learning, as from a newbie's perspective, everything there is to know about reef tanks while also being a newbie and trying to learn everything there is to know about creating an amazing YouTube channel. So I've decided I'm not going to do that. I'm going to create a YouTube channel, and that YouTube channel is going to be about something that if there was ever a voting process to decide what is the topic that Carlos could talk eight hours on without any preparation. And that's e-commerce, Amazon, e-commerce mindset, virtual assistants, processes, you know, side hustles, like all, all these different things that I'd love to talk about, um, is what that initial YouTube channel is going to be about. And that channel is going to be called wizards of Ecom. So that, that way I'm only, I'm able to really dial in and focus on the intricacies of running a, a YouTube channel versus trying to do that and simultaneously learn about reef tanks. So I'm going to continue learning about reef tanks. And my hope is that when I have everything dialed in and I know how to run a really good YouTube channel, my knowledge is at a much higher level when it comes to reef tanks and I'll be able to launch that fish dock YouTube channel. So <coughs> stay tuned for that. I'll probably start referencing, you know, some videos that I'm dropping on the, uh, on the YouTube side to support, you know, topics that we talk about over here on the podcast. Final thing, if you're interested in starting a YouTube channel for your brand, or if, if you want to just start a YouTube channel, it doesn't have to be for your brand, but you're trying to take this approach that I am where you're like, look, I'm just going to learn the YouTube channel regardless of the topic. And then later I'll apply my skills over to the brand and a YouTube channel. Um, I created a Facebook uh, WhatsApp group and it's, 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 it's not invite only, but the only way you can get in is if I add you. And that's what it is. Currently, I think there's like 12 to 15 of us. Uh, a lot of us did go to traffic and conversion, but there's plenty of people there that are not. Um, we got some pretty cool people in there. Uh, some people you probably know from the Amazon space, other thought leaders. Um, we, 
everybody in there is a very sellers helping sellers mentality and we're all sharing our journey and what we get stuck on and accountability. Think of it as an accountability group to start a YouTube channel. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me, let me know. And it's a WhatsApp group. So it's probably easier for you just to reach out to me on WhatsApp, message me and say, Hey, my name is so-and-so. So I can create a contact. Hey, my name is so-and-so please add me to the YouTube accountability chat and it's free. There's no plan to start a course or anything like that. I'd love to have you in there so we could all grow together. Um, you can message me on WhatsApp at 305-965-5857. Okay, enough about YouTube. So we covered TikTok, number one, YouTube, number two. Third one, I won't spend a lot of time on this because I've done several episodes on it, but it's it's amazing to hear this. Um, we went from email is king to it feels like almost a decade of everybody saying email is dead. And anytime I talk about email, everyone's kind of looking at me like a dinosaur. Well, that's reverse course again. There wasn't a single person in the house that would not tell you that email is alive and well and probably one of the best channels that you could have, whether it's a paid email list, whether your, your main form of communication uh, with your community is on email, whether the community itself is the email channel or whether it's just your channel that you use to sell. Um, email is not dead. Do not neglect this amazing, powerful sales channel or this amazing, powerful channel, period. Uh, I forget the stat, but it was like 80-something percent of, or 80-something percent, or it might be 90-something percent, It was, or in the high 80s, said that email had the highest ROI in their business. So this wasn't just a specific type of business. This was like all, everyone's business that was there, there was thousands of people, Everyone said, or almost everyone said, that email had the highest ROI. So do not neglect that. Do not get caught in the weeds as far as what email service provider you should get. Um, get one. Start building your email list. Start learning how to communicate with your tribe. And and just don't neglect it anymore. I mean, these were some of the brightest people in the space. They were here, and they were telling you email is alive and well. All right, number four, final one. This was really cool. This was a good takeaway. I actually did not attend um, this session. Uh, a few other group members did. Some people really didn't care for it. But uh, Stefano uh, Gasparini, who's the co-host of the Wizards of Econ podcast in Espanol, um, Stefano attended the entire thing and came back and did a really good job of breaking it down. But Roland Frazier, who last year just completely changed the way I approach acquiring businesses, non-Amazon businesses, by the way. I'm not, I'm not into acquiring Amazon businesses, but just acquiring off Amazon businesses really just changed, completely changed the way that I approach that. Well, he apparently dropped another bomb and I'm kicking myself for not attending. And it has to do with partnering with influencers. And before you, you know, tune out on me, I'm not talking about your regular, you know, influencer outreach and partnering with them and seeing if they'll plug your brand. I'm not talking about that. That's powerful. It's amazing. Paul Barron has some amazing information on this subject. You know, find Paul Barron uh, on, I believe his agency's called Catalyst. He's got some amazing stuff on that. So that is amazing. But here it was different. And here is partnering with influencers as in partnering, as in business partner partnering. Um, this guy's a genius for thinking of this, but what he's, what he's saying is, like, let's say you've decided, you know, you know Amazon, you know product selection, you know keywords, 
You might even know the factory and the labs and everything on how to make some amazing beauty products. But what you don't have is you don't have the marketing, you don't have the influencers, you don't, you don't know ads, you don't, you don't know all this other stuff, let's say. Well, imagine <coughs> instead of reaching out to an influencer and just being like, hey, you know, will you plug my widget and I'll give you X percentage? Or here's a flat fee if you post this thing. Uh, finding an influencer in the beauty space and just say, hey, look, I, you know, you keep running your business and keep being the amazing influencer you are. Um, I bring this to the table. You know, maybe it's the capital and on all the skills you have with product selection and stuff. I want to make you a an owner in this business. So I thought that was genius because obviously, you know, the influencer is still going to go on doing their thing and still growing their channel and probably still talking about all these different products. But I bet you they're going to talk more about the product that they own, that they're they're that they're an owner of. So reaching out to influencers and partnering with them in that powerful way is, is a game changer. It seems like it's obvious, but I never thought of it. I don't know if you guys ever thought of it. A cool example of this is one of the, you know, major speakers that was at this event was Logan Paul. If you don't know Logan Paul, he just signed with WWE. He's not a wrestler. He boxed with Floyd Mayweather. He's not a boxer. This guy's a YouTube content creator, and he's massive. I think he has one of the biggest YouTube channels um, on YouTube, like maybe like rivaling like Mr. Beast, PewDiePie, or just just a massive, massive channel. And, and he just documents everything he does, and he grows his YouTube channel. Well, he is an influencer, and he has this channel, and he influences people. So he's an influencer, no doubt about it. Well, a water company reached out to him and said, hey, look, this is a you know big water company. They wanted to partner with Logan Paul and meaning Logan Paul would be a business partner of this new water brand that they want to start. And the water brand is called Prime Water or called Prime. <coughs> he even mentioned that a energy drink company had reached out to them, to him wanting to do the same thing. He's probably going to partner with them. But this Prime, Prime Water, look it up. People in my group, people throughout the rest of the event, I was just at the supermarket yesterday and I was looking for prime water. Like this is very, very powerful. Like if all water is more or less the same to me and I feel like I can identify with one of these waters because it's like, oh, Logan Paul, I love what he represents. I love that he's a content creator and he's an entrepreneur. Um, I'm going to buy his water. I'm going to support. So partnering with an influencer can be extremely powerful if done correctly and it'd be a great way to rapidly you know, grow your business. So huge, huge thank you for listening to this show. I hope that these takeaways are, are things that, you know, either are a validation moment for you or that there's something that, you know, you've been on the fence looking for what's that thing that you should do to, to really uh, take your business to the next level. Uh, to recap, it was TikTok. I say TikTok is king. That's pretty much the theme uh, of the event I went to. Uh, YouTube, uh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel or the Wizards of Ecom YouTube channel, which I used to just put the, the video version of these podcasts on, um, which I stopped like a year ago. Uh, I'm going to revamp the YouTube channel and start putting like really good YouTube, qu YouTube quality content on there and grow that channel. Um, we also have the WhatsApp YouTube accountability chat. If you're interested, you reach out to me. Numbers 305-965-5857. Um, Email, email is not dead. 
alive and well, extremely powerful. Most business owners consider it the, the channel with their highest ROI. And finally, partnering with influencers, like partnering as in business partner, partnering with influencers to rapidly grow your business. I truly hope all of this was a huge help for you. Thank you for the 20 minutes of your time that you dedicated to listening to this. I'd love to know your thoughts on everything uh, that I spoke about on this episode or any other episode. You could either message me and let me know your thoughts using the WhatsApp number that I gave you earlier. You could join our Telegram chat by going to uh, wizardsofecom.com slash chat. Join our Telegram chat, message me, let me know what you think, or anywhere on social media at Wizards of Ecom. Keep crushing it. Q4 is here. I hope your business is going crazy.